you don't protect yourself and you marry one of these women who are not coming from money or got money, which is basically almost all of them. And it say she be the reason I don't want all that you've worked for, all that you've went to school for, all of this is in jeopardy. It's dumb to get married if you are wise now. Now, if you a lame who don't know, can't nobody save you. Can't nobody save you. She got rights over your body and everything. God forbid something happened to you. She might do something scandalous if there ain't no gangster shit involved. If she ain't worried about the repercussions, you shouldn't. running out of time but Peter I just want to get one final thought from you are there words that are used to describe men that offend you uh, not particularly and, and if, if there were some I don't like I certainly wouldn't want them banned but it, go, it always goes back to that old adage sticks and stones may break my bones but there will always be something to offend a feminist there's a girl out there right now by the name of Lizzo and people are encouraging her to do everything except what would save her life no, but she is like, it's like... And there's no man that they're doing that to. There's no man that they're out there saying, make sure when he take his shirt off, we let him feel good about his body. You're right, but they don't want to listen. You're right. On a dating site. For women, they're the only people what who have like a category called big, and then they put a caveat behind it, and beautiful. Why is this big one called beautiful, but not slim and beautiful, medium and beautiful? It's only big and beautiful. Why are we attaching beautiful to this heavy set woman? Why? She should be able to be judged like everybody else on her beauty, regardless of her size. But because we're catering to her. Now, when you go and look at a man, it doesn't say big and handsome. A lot of times women will self-sabotage when they know they're not worthy of the good man that's checking for them. That feeling of unworthiness plagues women. Here's the truth. I agree that women have great intuition and they do have a good understanding of themselves in the world. I believe women do look in the mirror more than men give them credit for doing. I think that that has got to absolutely hurt. It's got to hurt to sit there and know that... I've made so many mistakes. I'm not worthy of this dude. And if he only knew the truth, if he only knew, he wouldn't even mess with me. This is a disclaimer. The Crimson Capsule Chapel is a podcast about awareness and self-development. Do not listen if you are weak-minded and easily offended. This podcast is from a red pill perspective. We have to go hard on 304 so you can understand their nature. Thoughts and scando ass women should not be tolerated. Again, listen at your own discretion. Thank you and enjoy. Thank you.
Jersey Judah back once again Saturday part two another episode Saturday okay another episode you guys already know what it is another banger all right the crimson capsule chapel now we're going to do a remix because I was only going to do Kevin Samuels I was only going to do a video from Kevin Samuels from Ken Nuff Ken Nuff on YouTube. A lot of uh, Kevin Samuels clips can be found on that channel. Um, he pretty much educates a boss bitch. <clears throat> you know, the women with the boss bitch mentality. Some women make the money. Straight up. They balling. They got a they got a large sum of cash. And all of that doesn't mean shit to a man. Because they can't do what a man does. A man has to put himself to that point in order to be viewed as something by women. 
women who do that, it's almost like awkward because a guy will respect it. A man can respect the fact that a woman's making six figures, but it does nothing for that man. That's not something that that keeps the man around. It's the fact that his woman has money. Like that's idiotic. Now, on the other hand, a woman says, well, this guy's around because he makes a lot of money. You know, he can provide me with things that I can't necessarily do by myself. Or if I do it by myself, I'll end up being the boss bitch. Okay. So the reality is these boss bitches, when it comes down to it, a lot of these women get into positions of power. Well, not a lot. A few of these women get into positions of power. So they're used to competing with men within the workplace. So how do you think that dynamic works with dating? She's going to be the one to want to control things. But if she can control a guy, she won't respect the guy. But at the same time, the guys that she admires, the guys that these type of boss bitches want to be with, way out of their league. See what I'm saying? But anyway, on top of Kevin Samuels, pause, rest in peace, Kevin Samuels, we got It's Complicated channel. Video is called Is Valentine's Day About Love? And I said earlier, Valentine's Day for a lot of these women is not about love, but it's about validation. So we got some shit to go over, man. You know, I spent, I was playing Shadow Warrior. That's the game that I was talking about. Shadow Warrior 3 Remastered. I was playing that shit earlier because it's on Game Pass. And there was another game too. Um, I forgot what it is. It's like a rogue. It's a roguelite type of game. It has uh, the same sort of graphics as uh, Borderlands. And it's kind of like this dungeon shooter. It's, it's, it's a good game. And it's only like three gigabytes. So I was playing that um, along with Shadow Warrior 3. And then I went and got me something to eat. I'm like an old man now, dude. Like when I get done eating, most of the time I fast throughout the day. I talked about this before. So if I wake up to go to work, I may have a light snack. And I literally mean like a snack, like Gushers or some shit like that, right? And then I'll work the eight hours, come home from work, and get something to eat. Um, but I bought something to eat at like 1.30 because I was actually hungry. I would usually wait until like 4 o'clock to eat my first meal of the day. But I decided, fuck it. Like 1 o'clock, I got something to eat. Ate that shit and then... The itis kicked in, passed out, went to sleep uh, watching uh, Alfred Hitchcock, some Alfred Hitchcock uh, film or something with Alfred Hitchcock, because I'm into a lot of that old shit. Uh, Twilight Zone um, was it One Step Beyond or no, The Outer Limits or One Step Beyond is another one. But Outer Limits, I'm into a lot of those old shit, uh, old thrillers, suspense type of ordeals. I woke up, it was like, I don't know, 6.15, figure I'll get this shit started, and here we are, 7 o'clock, so we're going to jump right into the madness, man, we're going to jump right into the fuckery, I'm not sure, I'm thinking, let me see how I got this list set up, so I'm not sure, hold on real quick, okay, we'll start this off with um, It's Complicated channel. Subscribe to It's Complicated channel on YouTube. And a simple question. <clears throat> Is Valentine's Day about love? Let's find out.
are your plans for Valentine's Day? This Valentine's Day, I'm spending it with my girls. We're going to have a super fabulous Valentine's Day event. Uh, you know, take on Vegas, take it by storm. You know, just love each other. <laughs> you know, what's funny, right? I just heard this terminology. Is this new? I'm not like this is how old I've gotten. Is Galentine's Day new? Because I've never heard of it until this. And I was going to bring it up a while ago because I've heard it in another video. And I'm like, Galentine's Day. But then it was easy to figure it out. It's another code. It's similar to what I've said before. Women marrying themselves. It's just another code. Well, I'm my own Valentine's Day. Imagine how retarded that would sound if a man said that. Women can say whatever the fuck they want. So she's going to hang out with her girlfriends. They're going to go to Vegas and try to get fucked. That's what they're doing. Bitch, what, are you, what else are you going to Vegas for? You're not going to a bar? You're not going to flirt with, with, with niggas and, and, and play games and shit? Give me a fucking break. I am going to go home, get extremely high, uh, open the bottle of champagne, open some shampoo, mix them together, and from there, I don't really know. Maybe I can respect that. You know, especially to get high part, unless she's talking about other things other than cannabis. You know, the whole drinking thing, I'm not really too much of a drinker, really at all. An occasional event type of ordeal, I will drink every now and then. Uh, mostly beer, mostly beer. Um, an occasional glass of wine, like I said, during... Um, holiday uh, festivities and whatnot, but I'm not out here getting sauced. Can't do it. I'm out here getting high, getting high as a fucking kite and busting my ass weekly. And I love marijuana because you can do it and do anything. Like some people, they have a different effect with this shit. You know, some people smoke, they get paranoid. It depends what strand you're smoking. You know, is it the sativa? Is it the indica? Or is it my favorite? Both. The hybrids. Right? And there is science behind marijuana. It's a wonderful, magical plant. It really is. Right? But you got to know when or what strand is good for what moment. Hybrids, like I've said, with hybrids, you can smoke, you can relax, you can smoke, you can go to the gym, you can smoke, you can study, Hybrids is where it's at. For people who's curious about marijuana in a lot of places, especially Jersey, shit is legal, right? You want to start with the hybrids. You want to get the best of both worlds first, okay? You want to get the best of both worlds. But yeah, bitches, you know, uh, a woman wants to go smoke weed and stay to herself during Valentine's Day. I salute. Bitch ain't coming up with excuses. She's not coping. You know what I mean? Round of applause. Go buy myself some flowers, like Miley says. Work. Buy work yourself. and more work. Oh, I think we might be going to an after party tonight, uh, and then I'm going to be crashing in my hotel room. Oh. She belongs to the streets. You can tell by her voice and, like, how intoxicated she is that she is street meat. The other woman talking about working, hey, it is what it is. Like... You know what I mean? That's 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 what it breaks down to. Yeah. Especially nowadays, you can't just sit on your ass 
unless you're showing some titties, feet pictures or something. That's the only way a bitch comes up today without doing nothing. Other than that, yeah, you got to go to work just like everybody else. Shit, I didn't even know. I thought the day before was actually Valentine's Day. So that's how out of the loop I am. Not as much coping as I thought it would be, but, you know, bitch is talking about buying himself flowers. I don't know. That just sounds feminine. So I don't really I don't have that much of a problem with that. I don't know. Maybe it's just me because you would imagine women like buying plants. I knew one bitch that she was just a fan of like agriculture. Like she was a fan of plants and um, her family had a fucking farm and all this other shit. And they'll go to the fairs, like the street fairs and shit and sell, you know, the, the vegetables and shit from their garden. And they would they would rack up. Very based, actually, now that I think about it. Very based. Grassroots, quite literally. Okay? So, um, how can I put this? All right, so, men today, we know, most of us, when it comes to Valentine's Day, it doesn't have to be a person who considers himself red pill wear or red pill or even MGTOW for this matter. It can just be a regular, everyday, American, black, white, purple, brown, orange, doesn't matter. If he's a man, then he knows what Valentine's Day is about. It's about men putting bitches on pedestals. It's about men going above and beyond, buying gifts. Back in the day, you would have a lot of jewelry commercials. You don't see a lot of those anymore. Every kiss begins with K, negative. Bitches ain't getting bracelets. Bitches aren't getting earrings. Bitches aren't getting stuffed animals. And bitches sure as hell ain't getting flowers. They are they are presumed to get dick at best. She belongs to the streets. Dick at best. That's what she's that that is what the the drunk bitch that was talking, yeah, the drunk bitch that's talking right now, that's the best she's gonna get. She's already hammered. By myself. <laughs> ah, man, to be honest, I really don't even celebrate Valentine's Day. There you go. Why is Valentine's Day and also weddings typically more about pleasing the woman than celebrating the couple? Now, see, like I said, this is how you know if you're a man, you want some gangster shit with the woman that you're with. You don't celebrate Valentine's Day with the woman. Number one... There's a point to be made by doing this. I think I've talked about this before. As a couple, as a man, you should control the narrative of what you are doing with your woman. You should not let any date dictate that besides birthdays and maybe Christmas. All right. Maybe Christmas. That's when you buck. Anything else, this fucking Valentine's Day shit. I tell bitches that I I don't celebrate Valentine's Day with women that I was in relationships with. And then that weekend, I'll take a bitch somewhere because I want to do it. <laughs> OK, fuck these niggas, man. Like this whole it really is. If you think about it, it's the best plot for women. Right. It's the best. It's a day where all a bitch really got to do. Like, honestly, all a bitch like really has to do is don't bother motherfuckers. Don't be problematic. 
Don't be a fucking hood rat. Don't be a burden to a man. And nine times out of ten, a guy, a simp, though, a simp will take care of you for one day. Like guys, guys don't even guys don't even have um a strategy to bitches besides simp. Besides put a bitch on a pedestal. Because they know at least on one day, one of these bitches will be desperate enough to deal with the guy just to get special treatment. Foodie calls. Right? Foodie calls. You know what I mean? Shit that shit that don't even shit that don't even really make a difference. Shit that don't even really make a difference. Just a free meal. Some validation. Because a bitch just staying on her fucking phone and taking pictures of herself all day. You know, that's not enough. She gets enough. A, a bitch with enough looks. A bitch who's even below a bitch who's even below average will get more attention doing that than anything else. They got guys in their inboxes. They got guys in their DMs. They got the guys who are orbiters who follow her on IG. Follow her on Instagram. Every post on Facebook. But these are the same women that complain about being by themselves on Valentine's Day. And the guy, what's Valentine's Day, right? To a guy who's been single two to five years plus, what would Valentine's Day represent for him? Nothing. Even the guy who's in a relationship, what does a Valentine say? See, it's it's nothing on both ends. But as a man in a relationship, if you ain't setting any groundwork, if you're not setting the foundation, you let a bitch run all over you. Then, of course, you're going to be breaking your neck to try to get your girlfriend or a bitch you only been talking to for two weeks something for Valentine's Day. It's disgusting, man. Child shit, man. I don't know, probably because it's been commercialized into being that. There you go. I feel like most women that I know don't actually care about Valentine's Day. Because historically, uh, women's lives have been to please men, to do everything for men. And I think it's a little bit of time for them to pay back. And women... All right, so... When's the last time... Why do you think men... (laughs) Bitch, bitch, why do you think men are leaving the country? Are we leaving the country because you've been bowing down and you've been worse? If you've been doing all of these things, men wouldn't be leaving the country. You wouldn't be having these conversations about Valentine's Day because you'll already be hugged up with someone. Because you, an average nine times out of ten, average slightly above or slightly below average woman, have more access to the opposite sex than the average earning, average looking man. Okay? The only time a lot of these women began looking for something that's going to last, it's when they're at their last. 
compared to what she used to be, she's at her lowest when it comes to appearance. That's when these women start to look for um, a security blanket within a man, you know, a retirement plan within a man. Women bring so much to the relationship that I feel like Valentine's Day has become like a her appreciation day. Appreciate her. But, you know, that's not to say that I see women out there that are spoiling their boyfriends, spoiling their husbands as well, whether it's buying them literally a new BMW or if it's putting together a little goodie bag of self-care and candies and treats for them. Flowers and chocolates and things like that. And I think that like usually those are the things that you would give to a female rather than a male. And so it's been kind of just kind of pushed in that direction. Um, I personally celebrate my relationship and I try to make sure that my partner is also uh, feels like they get a part in Valentine's Day rather than just it being all about me. I mean, all you're going to do is give them some pussy. And like, it's it's common sense. If you've already been in a relationship, if you've already been in the sack with the guy, you giving him pussy on a day because you got some candy and some roses it's some childish, low-key prostitution type shit. I mean, think about it. What else is she talking? What is she buying her guy? Or it could be a woman. She mentioned partner. She didn't say her man or anything like that. So who knows with these bitches today? What are you buying a man? You know what I'm saying? A pair of socks, a tie, maybe. You know what I mean? I rock ties every now and then, so I would appreciate it. But listen, come on. Cut it out. I think it's a uh, the holiday is a fake way of showing appreciation, uh, and I think women think that they're showing appreciation for the man one day out of the entire year because sometimes they don't even get Father's Day. Uh, so I, I think it's probably for the woman because they're the biggest consumers. And I think the media knows if they can get the women to push the holiday, they'll push the product and the men will buy it because I think men are scared of being uh, alone. A lot of men are being scared, scared to be alone. Does dating and relationships drive consumerism? Yes, 100%. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Do you? Yes, I do. Yeah. If you want to save money, stay single. A lot of things are based off of that. And set- <laughs> Where's the sounds? Fuck it. It's better than pretty much anything as we know. And I think it has a lot more to do with people trying to outdo each other and like post for like more social validation is like kind of outdo the other couple versus like kind of trying to like keep things in house. I think. What do you think marriage is today, bitch? Like, think about it. And she's right, though. She's absolutely She's actually absolutely correct. I do want to acknowledge that. But, bitch, what do you think marriage is? What do you think relationships are today through social media? It's that. It's like people don't people don't appreciate a private life. <laughs> That's what it is. It's like people don't appreciate a private life. They don't appreciate every now and then not posting on fucking Facebook. Even though it's cold, it, it's been cold slash warm this weather's been retarded the past couple days uh walk ride a bicycle go to the gym do something physical no a lot of these people don't do this shit and like i said you'll have you'll have a group of guys and i used to say this last year like you have you'll have a group of guys who are listening to all this shit they're getting a better understanding but they're doing nothing about it 
this is how like the nihilistic mindset kicks in. You know, the nihilistic mindset kicks in where nothing matters. You know everything. And because of that, you're doomed. The world's doomed, etc. You can get all of the awareness, right? And this is like, this is like the bittersweet aspect, right? You can get all of the information. You can know about everything going on. But if you take all of that information and you don't speak about it, you don't you don't stand up for what is right from your perspective with your thoughts and your opinions you'll just be like everybody else you'll be nothing more than a clone you'll be nothing more than a follower of the next man instead of going in your own direction and then you fall in line with this society of sexless and lonely men who will pout and fucking cry and complain about it. And you're not a woman. You're going to have to man up and push forward. That's all. Everybody, every man who is honest with himself has been in those circumstances. Every man who is honest about himself and what he has gone through has been through those situations. It is. And when I say that, I don't, I don't mean that. I don't mean that in the sexless aspect, more so the lonely aspect, right? If you stay in that position of just pouting, complaining, what do you think that's going to do for you in the long run? Nothing. It's going to make you even worse, right? And you're going to have to just deal with it as it comes. There's there's no fucking way. See, you got people that give this self-help bullshit, real, really, like this self-help BS. And I made sure self-development, even though it sounds similar, has, has absolutely nothing to do with that. Because in a relationship, a breakup is universal, right? So other men understand what what um, putting all of your effort and resources into a woman and that woman breaking up with them. A lot of men can relate to that. You don't even have to really get specific, but it's those who share those personal experiences that they've had and the shit that they've went through that other guys can resonate off of and that other guys can actually appreciate rather than, you know, these uh, modern day macho man, Randy Savages, you know what I'm saying? Out here promoting PUA garbage, dating advice, bullshit. Cause like I said, we're in a, we're in a time now where the separation is real. There's data stating by the time, uh, 2030 approaches women, uh, 45% of women ages 25 to 35 will be childless and single. So the separation is real. A good portion of men are leaving the country. The separation is real. The invisible men are still invisible. They still don't have enough money to impress these meaningless bitches. And some of these guys really strive to get the money just to impress these meaningless bitches. 
consistently seeking uh, to to please women for the most part. I don't see it being the other way around. Can't tell you how many times I watched a female buy something for a man. I think if you ask the ask the average female what was the last thing you bought for your man, it'll probably be a big gap between the last time he bought something for her. And there you go. Connect Valentine's Day to relationships. If you're in a relationship, you go out, it's already accustomed in this country. And that's what's crazy about it. In this country, with everything going on with the promiscuity, hookup culture, and all this other nonsense, the man is actually still looked at in a traditional fashion when it comes to partnership and dating. He is still... He is still expected from a lot of women to be chivalrous, kind, caring, and considerate for a woman who's essentially been ran through. A woman who realistically gave up the vag to a man who didn't have to do any of those things. In fact, the guy was complete opposite. Guy was a scumbag. Guy was a piece of shit. Everything that a woman will say, but yet she still fucks them. See, this is like, this is, this is really, this is... This is really the disturbing part, right? The guys aren't really understanding that they're actually being manipulated. A lot of these women who are 35 plus who are talking about the nice, caring, kind, considerate, good guys, nice guys. These are women who have been repeatedly ran through. These are women who have. This is the woman who's been in every seat within the cock coliseum. You know what I'm saying? She's a racetrack. Men have run through her. Laps. Multiple laps. Multiple trains. Okay? We're talking about shooting the club up. Raw diddy bop. No condom. No protection. Sickening. Despicable. Basura. Basura. That's when, when a woman wants a nice guy, that's where they're at in life. They're never the women, and I really hate to say this, in this country, for the most part, they are never the women who are post-college. Never. Never women who are post-college, let alone within college. Only a small percentage of married couples come from um, you know, colleges and universities. So... It's a very dicey situation here, see, because in a relationship, you as a man, you're going to be the one that takes a loss at the end, right? Because all everything that you have invested into the woman, she takes that and, and moves on easily. She takes that and moves on just like that. You're the one who took a loss. You're the one who paid for everything. You're the one who gave her all of this attention. And what do you get at the end? Nothing. Then you'll have guys that tell you, oh, move on, which you're supposed to move on, but don't do it like a hoe because a hoe will just jump into a next relationship. She'll jump into the next bedroom. A lot of these women are harlots. What's the most money a man's ever spent on you? Not enough. What's the most money you ever spent on a... Wow. My shit just exit. My, uh, I don't know why this does this for me. Piece of shit. 
right, let's continue. What's the most money a man's ever spent on you? Not enough. What's the most money you ever spent on a man? Too much. <laughs> Diamond ring in the vacation. <laughs> What's the most money a woman has ever spent on you? This nigga said a diamond ring and a vacation. Jesus. Rough. Uh, if he spent some on me, one Bobby Corvette and uh, another one, um, Bobby Nice Jacket. Okay, bitch, bitch is buying cars. <laughs> Yo, let's give her. Hold up, 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 man. Hold up. That was a shocker. I was waiting for him to say some some socks and some, some underwear, some dumb shit. That was a shocker, all right? This bitch bought the nigga a Corvette, ladies and gentlemen. A Corvette. That should tell you something. The bitch, the woman, bought the man a Corvette for Valentine's Day. Jewelry. Rings, bracelets. Which gender typically has more money spent on them, men or women? Uh, I would say female for sure. Um, I mean, you know, between hair, nails, cosmetics, clothes, things like that. Like, there's a. De- <laughs> Listen, bro, I'm not buying these bitches shit. You fucking kidding me? <laughs> you fucking kidding me? You fucking kidding me? You hear these bitches on uh, Instagram, or not Instagram, um, YouTube and TikToks, bitches talking about, oh, a man got to get my hair done, nails done um, twice a month. I'm like, bitch, yo, absolutely despicable, man. Despicable. Like, wild, wild suspicious, man. Like, why? Why? You a boss bitch. These bitches, these boss bitches should be taking care of their own shit. Strong and independent. It's like, if you're going on dating apps, these are the type of bitches that go on dating apps and say they're strong and independent. What are you doing on a dating app if you're strong and independent? I'm not looking for a relationship. So why would I be on a dating app if I'm looking for anything else besides getting pussy? Right. It would make sense. But a woman will call herself strong and independent and will still go on a dating app looking to find a man to provide for. Make it make sense. Definitely can be a lot more maintenance, but I also do know a lot of men that take very good care of themselves and, you know, have a, a lot to spend on the things that they need to take care of themselves with. So why is there so much talk about a gender pay gap, but not a gender spend gap? Um, that's a good question. I really don't know, honestly. <laughs> so why do many women think men should care about a woman having her own money if they rarely spend it on them? I think it's probably more so about being independent. What's the difference between being independent and being self-sufficient? I don't know. I think think being independent is one thing, but being self-sufficient is being able to completely take care of yourself, not having to rely on anybody for anything. Being independent, you're just kind of more confident, I think. Oh, like, why do they care if the woman... So... 
Wow. Whatever. Let's just keep going. Money if they don't spend it on the man, you mean? Um, because they want to see that they're an independent woman, but then as soon as they realize they actually are an independent woman, they often get intimidated. The whole fact that you put money into an equation of something to say, like, I have my own money or I'm an independent woman, lets me know that you have no concept of romanticism because romanticism is a together thing. So I think men are more, more romantic by the pretext of they don't blurt out that they're independent people and that they don't need people. I like to have my own money all the time and I work for what I have, so I don't know how to answer that question. What are your thoughts on the following expression? Her money is her money, but his money is our money. <laughs> I love that. Why is that? I mean, I mean, you know, my money is my money. <laughs> if he wants to share his money and shower me with gifts, I'm not going to stop him. You know, because women have way more that they have to buy than men, okay? Makeup, skincare, clothes. What is a guy? Shampoo? 3 in 1 shampoo? Like, come on. Wow. Why is there so much talk about a gender pay gap, but not a gender spend gap? That's a great question. And I don't have an answer. Um, I First of all, let me start off by saying um, to the bitch, to the bitch that um, talked about, you know, men being intimidated by an independent woman. Miss. We are not intimidated. We are irritated. Okay. We are not intimidated. We are irritated with the self-proclaimed strong and independent woman. It doesn't matter with race because we're dealing with Western women. And all women in this country are westernized, meaning they go along to get along when it comes to hookup culture, feminism, women being oppressed in this country somehow, you name it. We definitely live in a society now where the women want to work equally as hard as the men and make equally the amount. So when it comes to it, if I'm going to make my money... Women are not trying to work equally hard as men. That is a bold-faced fucking lie. That is a bo- that is a bold-faced lie. Just fucking fictional as fuck. And this idea that women are making less because they're women. No, you're making less because you're not working enough. You're not doing the this you don't have you don't you don't go into training or you're not climbing ladders or going into gutters right you're not doing none of that shit you're doing what was it what was the average less than 40 or like 32 i think 35 hours a week i can definitely be incorrect with that but you're not working as much and nine times out of ten, you're not doing the dirty work. The average, in, in my opinion, the average woman is a woman that works uh, retail. And look, there's nothing wrong with that. The problem is when you work retail and you expect a man to make six figures and y'all bitches can't even scramble an egg. 
to make your money. Might as well be mine and... What are your thoughts on the following expression? Her money is her money, but his money is our money. I think, like, once again, that depends on the dynamic of the relationship. We have so many relationships that are not 50-50, and it used, like, people are now... All relationships are not 50-50. There is not one friendship, guys, <coughs> and ladies. Friendships, in most cases, are not even 50-50. And you going to tell me a relationship is? Really? Bullshit. Bullshit. Give me a fucking break. There's never been a 50-50 relationship. I just went over the consequences of a guy who invests too much into a woman, right? And the woman is the one to receive all of the gifts and treatment. So when that woman feels, she feels that it's time for her to move forward or she can simply monkey branch to the next guy and possibly be talking to this guy two months before she made the decision to leave the man. It hits harder, okay? It hits harder for a man because they're the ones who invested. Bitches just sit back and get treatment, look pretty. All they have to do is not be problematic, but they have to be problematic. They have to gossip. They have to have a circle of friends. In the workplace, out of the workplace, in the gym, walking through the mall, bitches, they, they, they have to. Conversations based on drama, conversations based on trends. Nothing about what can they do to really um, find a man who gives a fuck about them besides sleeping with them. This is the modern woman's issue, but it's also an issue that she's created and she's in control of it. <clears throat> she's she's created her own prom, uh, promiscuity. You know what I mean? She creates her own wall due to the fucking consequences and repercussions of her irrational decisions. And women need to financially contribute 50% of the bills. Come on. I think that it. that depends on the dynamic of the relationship. Stop but she's the one staying. Stop it. This ain't the 80s. That shit ain't happening anymore. This ain't the 80s. This ain't the 80s. Now, the thing is, with the West, Americans especially, we were known for spending, right? Now shit has gotten so bad that the only way that we would be able to fix, and this is, I, I know this is going to sound definitely um, out of my field of saying this, but I'm going to say it anyway. For society to move forward, right, man and woman would have to be in a committed, consistent relationship slash marriage that involves more childbirth because childbirth is going to be damn near a thing of the past in the near future. I'm letting you guys know now. <clears throat> but the reality of it is it's too late for a lot of men and a lot of women. It's too late for a lot of women because they've already had opportunity after opportunity to find a man 
to give her, uh, you know, his commitment, his time, his investment as a husband. They're ran through. You can't turn a hoe into a housewife. You technically can, but they don't usually stay housewives. They don't stay housewives. Yeah, they, they're housewives or they're wives for the wedding. They're wives for the ceremony. They're wives for the ring. They're not wives for commitment. They're not wives for um, longevity. You understand? Like, they're not. They're not. They're street meat. They're nice to look at. But if you're around them consistently, you'll be able to realize and recognize that these aren't women that you want to be with long term, let alone has a, have as a mother to your child. Like, that's that's insanity to me. Home doing child care, cooking and cleaning. That Those are jobs that she's doing that the man doesn't have to do. She should not have to contribute 50 percent income. Child care and cleaning. Bitch. That's not a job. That's a responsibility. You understand? I'm going to say that again. A child that came out of your vagina, you watching that child, taking care of that child, as well as taking care of the house, that is not a job or a chore. That is a responsibility. Would you live in filth by yourself? No. You're in a man's house that nine times out of ten he paid for. Sitting comfortably. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, in, in, on a traditional sense, you wouldn't have to work. But because a lot of you bitches wanted to go out there and compete, that ended the whole idea of, okay, a man is going to, a man's going to actually put time and effort, right, into a woman who will nine times out of ten not appreciate one fucking thing he does. And at the end of it all, when the relationship's over, she has all of his possessions that he has gifted her. She moves on. The man has nothing from the woman besides meaningless arguments, mediocre pussy, and problematic energy. Disgusting. Basura. Basura. Hold up. I find that very frustrating because if you're in a relationship, you gotta split it. Yeah. Somebody might be working at 20% and the other person will pick up the 80. Some days it's 50-50. It definitely depends on the relationship. Unequal causes um, like a power trip kind of things where they like have this thing over each other, you know, control over. So if that's a bad thing, why do so many women and people think that women are the prize? Because uh, our society is fact. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That's a tricky question to answer without yeah. offending people, I think. When two lesbians go out on a date, they often hold the door open for each other and split the bill. Why is it as soon as a man is involved, he suddenly has to do all the work? That's just it. The women think that the lesbians think that they're men. Uh, but they're not. I call them Krispy Kreme donut bubbers. You know, by the way, Krispy Kreme donut bubbers. Let me tell you. <laughs> they're not red like men are to open the door, pay the tips, pay the bill, pay the taxi, you know, pay most of the rent. They don't even tip a lot of lesbians. Now, I'm going to tell you something straight up. What he's saying is absolutely correct. But the thing about men is, naturally speaking, we are programmed naturally 
like it's biological. We are programmed to provide in some way for a woman or to be helpful to women. That's that's the reality of it. We go against the grain because we realize a lot of these bitches ain't worth all of the stunts and maneuvers. They're not worth it. Okay? In a perfect world, a guy would actually have a woman that he cares and considers like long term and would buy her things as a sign or a token of appreciation. That's not simping if a nigga's in a fucking relationship. And besides, whatever a nigga's doing in a relationship should be his fucking business. It's these weirdos and these creeps that just talk about other people's shit. Especially those who don't put their information out there. Now, me, I'm a social commentator. So any of these retarded celebrities that put their shit out there, I'm speaking on it. But. Like the whole like I like like earlier with social media and Valentine's Day, it's just like a showcase for a lot of women. Now, the women who are not in a relationship, the women who are, in fact, single, they have Galentine's Day. So it's a group of realistically single, most of them lonely women that get together and cope with the fact that men are trash or um, there's not enough high value men to go around, which they're right about that. It is, in fact, the 10 to 20 percent for a reason. Imagine if I'll put it to you this way, right? Even if men, if every man in this country somehow became a millionaire overnight, these women would cancel the millionaires and look for the billionaires because that's how it is. Like, that's how hypergamy works. You feel me? So if every man has gotten one million dollars, if you woke up the next morning with a hundred, no, if you woke up the next morning with a million dollars somehow direct deposited to your account, to your bank account. <clears throat> every man had a million dollars. The women, because that right there, that's that's seven figures. That's seven figures, okay? So overnight, the night after that, the guys who weren't able to use that money and better themselves or better the, the possibilities of what they got going on in the future those men are going to be ignored the same way because they're going to just spend money on meaningless shit. You feel me? They're not going to really think long-term. They're not really thinking strategically. But a night after the men have gotten the million dollars, right? Every man has made a million dollars. Every man has a million dollars. The next day, it wouldn't even be the six-figure man anymore. It, it, it It would be the billionaire. It wouldn't be a millionaire anymore. It would be a billionaire. That would be the top. And so even even some of the guys who are at the top right now, they would get bumped down because everybody would have a million dollars. Right. Everybody would have every man would have a million dollars. But the thing is, with hypergamy, it's a woman always thinking or always being told there could be something better. Right. These are a lot of women that take advantage of men. These are a lot of men. These are a lot of decent men that they take advantage of. They don't take advantage of the bad boys. The bad boys are too busy taking advantage of them. See, it don't work like that. Because what's pussy 
what's pussy to a man who's gotten pussy or what's pussy to a man who's around pussy? It's, it's nothing. You get, you get a nice guy, a woman can get a nice guy, take advantage of him and make pussy. He'll, he'll make, he'll actually make pussy, uh, a resource. He'll actually make pussy something to invest in. And this is where, you know, the lonely fans on OnlyFans participate. Disgusting. Tip because they're not spin. They're not accustomed to tipping and holding the door open for the woman and being more uh, valiant about it. And, uh... and yeah, that's what I was getting into before I got into a rant. <clears throat> on top of men being actual <clears throat> solid um, providers and a representation of security to women. Women don't have the ability, like they physically and biologically do not have the ability to do the same. Therefore, women are less likely to tip. Therefore, women are less likely to be chivalrous, right? It is what it is. It's the fucking truth. And if a woman was somehow to be in that particular state, of being as chivalrous or as kind and caring as these guys nine times out of 10 in life were to them, they would be happily married. But whatever beauty standard they get, their beauty standard doesn't, well, depending on who they are, like for a woman who's average, beauty standard doesn't exist because society has already told majority of women that they're beautiful no matter what. Every woman's a 10 on the inside. But they are so harsh and critical on men that there's a double standard where a man says, no, I'm not into a fat bitch. I'm not into a fucking land well. I'm not attracted to overweight women. Oh, well, you're just fat shaming, body shaming. But then if a overweight, obese man approaches them. I'll guarantee you these bitches will say the thing that I say. They're not into fat man. They want a guy in shape. They want a guy with a six pack. And this is coming from this. These are actual words from land wells and overweight bitches. Unless uh, the partnership, they're, they're more partnership than value. What is the difference between being romantic versus being a simp? <laughs> That's a very fine line, I think. <laughs> you know what the word simp means. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you are giving without... You see how she laughed? That That's like her playing the act. She doesn't even know what a set means. Of course she knows what a set means. She got fucking inbox full of them niggas. She knows what a set means. She got, she got an inbox full of simps and filled with possible beta male providers. She knows what a simp is. Fuck it. Who the fuck is she fooling? Evening. So, um, being romantic would be mutual between, you know, the two parties. Why are most romantic songs written about women? Because the music industry is run by men. Uh, I feel like a simp is like a life. I don't even want to. Let's keep going. Uh, like they like dedicate their whole life and well-being to um, idolizing their partner, 
or not even their partner, somebody that they just think should be on this pedestal. I think ro being romantic is just like taking time out of your day to appreciate the other person. Through movies and stuff, we're taught being romantic is just to go for a picnic in the park or buy roses or, you know, something like that. But I think romance truly is something that's thoughtful, thoughtful where you really take into consideration their interests, what they would really appreciate that not many other people know about, and putting that into action yourself. What is the most romantic thing a man can do for a woman? Better himself because he wants to be what she deserves. What is you gotta be what she quote unquote deserves. How appealing is that to the men of MGTOW? How appealing is that to those who are taking their crimson capsules? How appealing is that? You have to become what she deserves in order to satisfy her. But what the fuck? Think about it. With these type of bitches, what the fuck do you think they're doing in return? Not a goddamn thing. What's the most romantic thing a woman can do for a man? Make him feel comfortable enough to be himself authentically. What does it mean to be romantic? I feel like it's different for every person. Some people are really... Cut it out. Consumer-based, so maybe like flowers, roses, like a nice dinner. Other people take a lot of time to just like really think about what that other person likes and it plans a whole day to like focus on that. And who, and exactly, who do you think is the ones that do that? Who do you think out of men and women that are actually considered the hopeless romantics? It is, in fact, the men. It's the men who do all that. It's the men who try to plan days for these bitches. Like the other woman says, get the woman's hair done, get her nails done. Take her to the spa, do all this other crazy shit. It's the men who do this shit. Hey, women. Is lingerie more for men or for women? Hmm, that's a great question. I think it, it's equally for both. It's for women. It's for women. Men? We just want to see the clothes off. I'm sorry. We just want to see the clothes off. The why, like, dumb bit, like, dumb shit. Like, why would I, oh, well, you know, I like this bikini. It would look hot on my wife or it would look hot on my girlfriend. I don't give a shit about that. I personally don't, if it's off, I'm cool with it. All this, come on. Stop it. Stop it. The only reason it will benefit a man is because it will be like an indicator that he wants some fun on one night. And with guys who aren't aware of this, like you're going to get you, you probably have gotten pussy beforehand. So what makes pussy on Valentine's Day important? Pussy on your birthday, if you already had sex with her the year before. Or pussy on Christmas when you already had sex with a woman before. It's nothing. You're buying a woman some lingerie so later on she can take it off. Or maybe guys like fucking bitches with lingerie and shit on. I never understood that. But anyway. 
I think for both. Uh, for me, I, I like it for confidence because it makes you feel pretty. Um, guys, they enjoy looking at it for like a minute and then I mean it comes off. If a man buys lingerie, is that really a gift for himself? Uh, yes. Duh. <laughs> is lingerie an acceptable Valentine's Day gift? I'd say, yeah. Is sex an acceptable Valentine's Day gift? Maybe. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna end it. I'm gonna end it right there because I already proved the point. I don't even want to hear them repeat what I already said before they repeated it. You know what I mean, and I didn't listen to this previously. This is how on point I am with this shit. All right, I I, I didn't listen to this previously, by the way. Um, bitch, unless you are a virgin, I, I gotta be based about this. Unless you are a virgin, your your pussy no longer has its potent powers. Now, the meat and the surroundings of the pussy and of the box, woman may have fantastic features, drop dead gorgeous, but if she's been ran through, she's been ran through, therefore her pussy has no powers. It possesses nothing. It only possesses a hole that multiple men have been in and out of. trash at that point that's where that that's where it ends so even 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 without getting the pussy right let's say if a guy you got to be careful i think some of these bitches are very strategic uh bitches will wait until the holidays bitches will wait a couple months before valentine's day to try to to try to get a a weak-minded man so that way she knows that she at least has an activity or has a free meal on Valentine's Day. I really think women are strategic to an extent. I will give them credit. And not and I'm not saying all women are vicious like this, but even those bitches know what I'm talking about. The bitches who aren't about this shit, they know what the fuck I'm talking about. Because it's all a scheme. Like, you know, jewelry commercials exist for a reason on Valentine's Day. The holidays. Well, not as much anymore. Like I said, if we continue to go in the direction that we go, it's only going to it's only going to harm women in the long run. There's a lot of men like myself who are built for this shit. You know, I'm built for isolation. I've gotten to a point to where I've reached my um, apex when it comes to isolation and uh, coming up with ideas, making music. You know what I mean? I can occupy myself more so by myself than amongst others. And besides a couple of people that I socialize with and kick it with once in a while, I'm cool. I don't need I don't need a crowd of people. Women, most women just aren't like that. They're going to need some sort of validation or attention from the opposite sex. And it doesn't matter if they are, quote unquote, strong and independent. They chose careers They've they've chose um, school and careers over, you know, being mothers and providers for for children. They're going to come back eventually. Maybe years down the line when she has everything right, she has the six figures. She may be she may even be a, a fucking entrepreneur, guys. Right. She may have all these things, but the one thing that she missed out on was having a child. The one thing she missed out on was being married, finding a man 
who actually have the care and consideration to do all these things and she still be interested in them. That's the important part. It's the fact that a man can do certain things for a woman and a woman can appreciate it. A bitch, uh, look, look, I'm going to tell you something straight up. This is this is this is the most base shit I'll, I'll probably ever say when it comes to relationships. If a woman is truly interested in you. She's not going to care about Valentine's Day if you don't care about Valentine's Day. You can give the bitch a bottle of water in the summertime and she's going to cherish it because it comes from you. If she's genuinely interested in you beyond any fucking holiday or anything of that nature, she's going to ride with you no matter what. Like I said, all the relationships that I was in, I stated straight up, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. I almost, I almost, bu- almost buckled within the my first long term relationship. I almost buckled in that circumstance. I almost, but I told her, and at that time I was a bum. This bitch was the one who was driving and shit. She was already working. I was in high school. I was graduating. I, I didn't have shit. She was a junior. She was already working. She was already doing, uh, what was that? Cosmetology, right? Hair and shit. And I was just a bump. She would, she would, she would pick me up and all this other shit. And she was saying, what are we doing on Valentine's day? And I remember saying Valentine's day. She's like, yeah, Valentine's day is going up. I just looked at her and said, yeah, I'll celebrate that shit. And then, you know, she tried to get into the whole, you know, but we're to, but we're together, all this other bullshit, all this, you know, shenanigans and whatnot. I'm like, nah, I, I know, but we're, we're, I'm not celebrating. And I remember, bitch got a little puppy doll face and shit. And she was about to cry and shit. And I was like, all right, we'll do something, but we're not going to do it on Valentine's Day. And ever since then, every other relationship that I've been in, I would tell a bitch right away, I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. And, and it's almost a shit test for women because I want to see how they react if they're hella bitchy about it, then you already know what type of bitch you're dealing with. You know what I mean? Deep freeze that bitch. You know, put her on ice. You know what I'm saying? If 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 she's compliant to a point where it's like, okay, whatever, fuck it. Then you take the bitch, you, you do something for the bitch like a day after or maybe that weekend to prove a point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I celebrate shit when I want to celebrate it. In the black communities... Thanksgiving's a big deal, but we never think about what what this what this holiday is truly about. And a lot of our ancestors are the ones who were slaughtered. I'm not talking about the Africans. But I don't want to get too based in that, because that, that'll be another hour. But yeah, I'm done going through this shit, because the thing is, with Valentine's Day, it's a poor excuse for a woman to get free shit. And the reason I say this is... She's giving something that she's already given to the man nine times out of ten before if they're in a relationship. Or she's giving something that she's already given up to a guy, to a Chad, to a bad boy who did absolutely nothing for her. And he was just at the right place at the right time. And he was attractive enough. Okay? All right? That's the raw, the real, and the red pill. We're already an hour and 15 minutes in. But like I said earlier, last episode... We're gonna go over. Uh, we're gonna go over the the usual mark within the episodes. 
like I said, throughout the week, man, I've kind of just been on a, a time schedule shit. So it's like I try to be a little bit more. Um, I, I try to be a little bit more uh, set up, strategized when I start these episodes. But shit happens every now and every now and again. I'll rant. But like I said, holidays like Valentine's Day, holidays like I don't know Thanksgiving. Holidays like, I don't know, Easter, I don't celebrate that shit. Even Christmas to an extent, because I know a lot of Americans, they understand the pagan origin behind Christmas and they celebrate it for wicked reasons. They're not celebrating Christ. So a lot of these people put Xmas because they want to X out Christ. You see what I'm saying? That's the reality of it. People aren't willing to wake up. They'll just say, oh, that's just a short way of putting it. Listen. You're not based, all right? You're probably an atheist. Whatever you say doesn't mean nothing to me, respectfully. If you're a feminist or if you're an atheist, anything that you say to me, I, I don't care. I really don't. Either way, and I'm not saying that to disrespect. I'm just saying for people to think that they're in control, they, they're the ones who say that they're in control of their decisions they're the number one type of people who are indoctrinated. They're they're the they're like they're like proud sheep, but they don't know that they're proud sheep. That's why I haven't really been banging much on politics. I I only fuck with Trump really when it comes to a lot of because he's not a politician. You feel me? So that's why I fuck with Trump. Um, all these other presidents don't mean shit to me, respectfully. But on President's Day. We will go through a list. But anyway, we're going to move on to Kevin Samuels. All right. Because we just listened to a whole bunch of drunk, intoxicated, delusional, distasteful women. Valentine's Day. Or as some of them would call it, Galentine's Day. Sickening. Sad. Anyway, let's move on. With an M or an I? It starts with the M. It starts with the M. It's Miss Turner. Oh, okay. We're gonna go ahead. So, what are we talking about? We talking about boss chick, the side chick, or we talking about the cheating or lying? What are we talking about? Um, well, I consider myself to be a boss chick. I'm 26. Okay. Uh, currently single. So, I mean, you were explaining to women that they are wasting their years being a boss chick. Why? Why can't I build my life the way I want it without? Potentially just being a side chick. <laughs> listen. Listen. This is why the term boss bitch doesn't make sense, right? Have you ever seen women who are not televised? This is very important to say because a lot of bitches will mention, well, loving hip hop and all this other type of madness, tomfoolery. Have you ever seen a woman who's in a marriage or in a relationship that considers herself a boss bitch? Do you really think about it? You don't, right? The the point that a lot of people make, women like Beyonce, uh, Cardi B, um, Nicki Minaj, they can all talk about giving out pussy and scamming niggas for pussy, but they're married. They're married to successful men. They're successful themselves. A lot of women who follow these bitches 
they're not on the same level. And most of these bitches will never be on that level. Mission failed. We'll get them next time. Sorry. Your time is up. Your time is up. But it's very interesting because, once again, the women who are in relationships, long-term relationships, and they're with somebody who they actually give a shit about and they weren't sex objects, they weren't putting themselves out there and on Instagram, you know, they weren't putting themselves on the meat market on Tinder. They're not they're not participating in that shit. Right? And they were actually able to find a man, which it won't be hard to do, if a woman's not a hoe and she takes care of herself, it's not hard for her to find a man. It's hard for her to not get programmed and it's hard for her not to get indoctrinated by these other goofy hoes that tell her what is popular and what is not popular. Because these are the type of women that actually shame the traditional married, committed woman. A husband eventually. Why eventually? After what? After I have what I need to be stable because she belongs to the streets. Let's take the baby situation, right? Mm She now is... No, let's, let's not take that because that's not how most people live. Mm, I feel like a lot of people do. I feel no, like... No, ma'am. No, no, they don't. That's not how most people live. <laughs> most people aren't millionaires. Right. That's true. That's true. That's true. So, you want a husband eventually. I After do. you have enough to be... Okay. Eventually when? Definitely before I hit 30. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, she's trying. <laughs> Yo, oh man, she's trying to run the cow carousel. She's trying to get that final ride, guys. She's trying to get that final ride, man. Sad. Boss bitch, though. Birthday? Me. Are you turn 26 in May? No, I will turn 26, uh, 27 this coming May. Right. So in roughly eight months, you'll be 27. Correct. So in three years, three years and eight months or so, you want to have a husband? Yes. Mm-hmm. How long do you think you will date somebody before you decide whether or not you should get married? Um, I don't think it's a time frame. I think it's more of compatibility. And- uh, uh, no, that's not the question I asked. Come on, boss. All right, we're gonna go for we're gonna go for a drive. That's what we're gonna do. I got my phone set up, so I got to talk a little louder. Hopefully, uh, this picks up the sound. But uh, let's continue. Let's talk like bosses. Let's speak in the language of business, boss. Okay, let's do it. I would say three years minimum. Three years minimum of, yes. of seeing somebody before you know that they're the person to marry. Okay. So that means you've got a whole eight months to find that person. Come on, boss. boss. <laughs> let's boss up. Let's boss, boss up. up. Boss up. <laughs> That's true. That's you very- hold the phone steady, please. Basura. Basura. How many children do you want to have? 
I want two children. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And after you're pregnant and married with your first child, do you want to have to work to pay significant bills? Uh, I do not. Okay. I would prefer to be okay, cool. paying for my kids. Okay, so... Uh, and, uh, and what percentage of the overall family financial load do you want to have to be responsible for for a lifetime? The percentage of the financial load of the family? Um, that means the two kids that you're staying home for. Because do you want a homeschool? Do you want your kids in a public school, private school? What do you want? I want I want homeschool. Okay, so it means you're going to teach them. Uh, I will teach them or find somebody to teach uh-huh, them. Right, right. But it's going to be a cost. Right. And uh, homeschool until what age? Um, un- until they go to ready to go to college, if that's what all right. All right. So, how long do you want to be married before you have your first child? Um, I want to be married for at least a year. Okay, so at least a year. So, by your calculations, what the fuck do you need to be a boss for if you're going to be a stay-at-home wife? And there you have it. Make sure this is closed here. Sorry for the air if you heard the air in the background. But um, there you have it. How does a woman, and this goes back to what a lot of women would say, when it comes to a bitch going from having one night stands, sneaky links, dick appointments, to all of a sudden wanting to be in a traditional role, to be in a traditional marriage and do traditional shit. What makes you think these women are capable of doing that? What makes you think these women are actually capable of doing that after years of sleeping around, after years on dating apps, getting endless validation and attention? You think she's going to actually be able to truly settle down and be reasonable and be compliant to one guy, I highly doubt it, man. I highly doubt it. Highly. What if my husband were to leave me? Uh-uh, 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 uh-uh. According to what you just said, boss chick, three years of seeing somebody and then after marriage, you don't want to hit a lick. You want to stay at home and raise your kids. That means he has to pay the bills. Then what are you the boss for? What is it doing for the bottom line for the family? Bingo. Bingo. I can't be both. Bingo. What? She's a boss in her own mind. The end. She is a boss, but only in her own mind. She isn't a mastermind, right? Or better yet, as a boss, she is not really in control of anything. She's not even in control of her emotions. (laughs) She's not even in control of her emotions. Let alone anything functional even practical like what the fuck does it like seriously man the boss bitch shit is only a mindset they don't really run anything they run their mouths and that's that is it man 
boss up. Don't ask me questions with questions, boss. Hey, I'm I'm a shareholder. You're the CEO. Maximize profits. Why are we investing in a position that's not going to increase the bottom line? Why are we putting money into something that's not going to put money back into the family? Uh-oh. Quiet. Curtains. You got a point. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> there you go. There, there you have it. What's the point? Men, what's the point of having a woman who considers herself a boss? Because how is she going to look at you? It's a simple question. If a woman runs herself like a boss, what is she going to look at you as? And if she's actually in a position of power, she's going to look at you as just a competitor. That's real shit. At that point, you just become a competitor. Nothing more, nothing less. So, I need to clarify, let's back it down. Why is it that a woman who really wants to be a stay-at-home wife and homeschool her children talking about boss chick? Is my is my only destiny in life is to be a mother, a wife. I can't be, a, I have my own business. I can't. Where in your, where in what you just said is a business? Yes, let me go ahead and let me go ahead and let me go ahead and claim. You ladies have been made to believe with these all these entrepreneurs and boss chicks running around. These bitches are broke. <laughs> They're living an Instagram fantasy life. Look at their balance sheets. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Look at the census. Look at the average income. Go to blackdemographics.com. That tells the truth. Nine percent of black women earn seventy-five thousand dollars or more. Fifty seventy-four percent of black women earn less than fifty thousand dollars a year. The average black woman, don't shake your head, listen and learn. Don't make me a statistic though. I'm not a statistic. You are a statistic. <laughs> You're not special. I'm just You're not special. She can't even say statistic, right? She said statistic. Statistic. Despicable basura. One of seven billion. Get over it. The vagina you have comes standard on each model. And the sooner you ladies learn it ain't nothing special about you until we decide it's special, the better off you'll be. Because everything you're talking about, becoming a boss and this and that in the business, how is it going to how is it going to benefit the family? You just said, I would rather, I want to homeschool my kids and then turn around and become this feminist shit. Well, is all I'm supposed to be a mother? Why? Yes. If I said yes, why is that not the most important thing? How many women out there have businesses and everything else and they have children that are in the streets, on drugs, on OnlyFans, doing ghetto gaggers? Oh, Which one God. Do? That's what oh, no. <laughs> doing ghetto gaggers. Yo, man. Damn. <laughs> Not many. That's the point. Ghetto gaggers. So why do you you so which is what's more important your ay, ego ay, or your family? Ay, ay, ay. My it has nothing to do with my ego. My family. Well, it sounds like your ego. Ay, no, ay, no, no. You, you know, see, that's the problem. Choices and trade offs. You cannot have it all. Nobody can. 
if you are out being a boss chick, who's schooling your children? I mean, there's a lot of entrepreneurs who can sit I there and take care of Excuse me, ma'am. Ma'am, you don't know anybody. Excuse me. This is more of this fantasy stuff. I'm living this for real. I know the world. You're 26. Why don't you listen? All right. Because how many millionaires do you know? Several. How many female millionaires do you know? Personally, none. <laughs> that doesn't mean I can't be one. Eliminated. Elimination. What do you want to... Elimination. Elimination. You know, she's around, she's around millionaires. She said it boldly. Several. How many millionaires you know that women? None. Negative. Do do all men strive to be millionaires? Are men as materialistic and as money hungry as a lot of these women? I don't think so. No. I don't think at all, actually. Women, on the other hand, those coach bags... Chanel, Louis Fatone, all those, all those, all those shits cost a lot of money, bitch. They cost a lot of money. And in order for her to get that money, she's either going to have to work for it or she's going to have to twerk for it. And a lot of women choose the latter. A lot of women choose to be sex objects. That is a decision that they personally make. They choose to be the electronic prostitutes. All right? They choose that. That's their path. Now they got to deal with the shit. Now they got to deal with it. And guess what's going to happen? A lot of these women, they're not going to able to... Like, like I said earlier, with guys, with men going their own way, and even the extreme on the opposite end where guys are just getting passports and finding things elsewhere, that should say something. And the number is only going to grow. These, these men are constantly being looked at as either incels or they're looked at as toxic chad. They're toxic chad or they're an incel. They're essentially a woman beater or it's a guy with no cocaine. Or really, it's just a guy with not enough resources. There's always being there's always men who are outsourced. And there's always men who are outsourced in dating. There will always be men who are outsourced in relationships. There will always be men who are outsourced when it comes to being parents. Always. No exception. Zero. You'll you'll see you'll see women now talk about this. You'll see a lot of 
female content creators coming out with with pretty much respectfully the same talking points that other women come out talking about because they're women. They don't go through the experiences that men go through. They can only uh, sympathize or at least attempt to sympathize with men. They don't they don't have those experiences. And there's a lot of cases where a lot of these women were actually the ones who did dirt amongst their previous relationships. But let's get back into uh, the KS video. Do you want to have a successful family or do you want to be a boss chick? Because you can't have both. See, this is this is a modern feminist programming running amok because what she actually said up front is what her heart truly wants. She truly wants a family. She truly wants to school her children like the natural impulse, but the fear that's been placed into modern women. Fear, scarcity, and lack. Well, what if he does this? What if he does that? When 80% of the time when the divorce is filed, it's a woman filing it. Men aren't leaving relationships. It's you ladies because you're dual-minded. You're chaotic. You want to be impressive to your friends instead of impressing and doing what you should do with your family and your man. Because these chicks you're talking about, all these boss chicks, I sit around and look at them all day. They're single as fuck. Yikes. Unhappy. And alone. They can get a lot of dick, a lot of attention. They can travel. They can make good Instagrams. They can ride dick. I wish I wasn't driving right now, but I just felt like driving. (laughs) <laughs> that's terrible man and absolutely true talks but what they don't have is a family this time of year aye, aye, aye. right so you're saying i should just drop off i'm not saying i'm not saying what are you what are you, doing? what are you doing what are you doing i have my own business currently oh, okay where'd you go to college <laughs> I went to Dominguez Hills out here in California. I got a PhD. I'm a PhD. What's your degree? I'm a PhD. Criminal justice. Use this degree, yes. Oh, God. Criminal justice, communications, marketing, sociology, psychology. Oh, no. You can't make this shit up. And what's your business? Oh. Uh, I have a car rental company. A what? Car rental company. Car rental company. You rent cars? I, I have cars of my own that I rent out. I have a, com- a car rental company. Jesus. How long have you had this business? Um, going on a year now. What did you do before that? Work regular nine to five. And how many cars, do you have a fleet? Yes, I have six cars in my fleet. Currently four of them I own. Is it a limousine company? Is it an executive car? No, just um, mid-luxury to economy cars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and were you talking, <laughs> okay, and this has been up for a year? Yes, going strong for almost a year, yes. Do you have any W-2 employees? No, I am. I work for my company. Oh, oh okay. So who are your drivers? Um, no, not, your drivers not your drivers. So you rent cars? Yes. So my cars really bring in money for me. Mm-hmm. So what are you planning on doing with that next five years? Um, I'm planning on scaling it to the point where I'm out of it and I can sit at home with my kids. Excuse, excuse, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. Scaling it to what? Um, my personal goal is just have an exotic fleet. Mm-hmm. Where's the um, where's going to, where's going to be the cash for the for the growth of this business? If you were standard nine to five, who's funding this business? I don't think nine to five currently. No, 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 no. You said before you started this, you worked a nine to five. Correct. 
So where'd the seed money come from? From my nine to five. I saved. I, okay. I've always okay. been financially responsible. That's, that's fine. That's right. fine. But, you, that's, but you're not doing the nine to five anymore, right? No, I'm not. So your first year into your business, you've taken everything you put and you put it into the business. What's the what's the prognosis for the average small business inside the first year? How many of them fail? I don't know. You would have to tell me. You don't? Come on, boss. Because I don't plan to fail. Who, who does plan <laughs> to fail? But that's why you have insurance, boss. It's not an option. Excuse, excuse me, man. It is, it's a reality. This is another thing you ladies need to stop talking. Like, you all are fucking winners. Somebody comes in second. Mm-hmm. You have car insurance on these vehicles? Of course. I think. Why? 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 No one plans on getting into an accident. Right, of course, but... But you have it. But you you have it. Because the statistics say this many cars, this kind of interaction, these are the the possibilities. The same reason your insurance at 26 is cheaper than it is at 56. See, you ladies don't like the fact of the matter that reality is what it is, no matter how you feel about it. Small businesses, 80% fail inside the first year, especially first-time business. Ma'am, you, ma'am, you don't, you, you said school year, then be quiet and listen. Or you can talk it, you, you, can be, you can be strong, loud, and wrong. Go ahead. Because I'm not saying anything to hurt you. But why are you so defiant? Well, but, well, I, I, don't need, I don't plan to fail. Well, ma'am, who does? All you need is a second round of corona to fail. Yikes. Oops. Oops. Transportation is never going away. Everybody going to need a car. Man. A second. I mean, technically she is correct. I mean, let's just, let's just be honest. She is kind of correct about that. To be honest. I don't even know where I'm at, man. I think I've done this like a year or so ago. And I don't know why I do this shit. But I'll find myself just driving and end up being in another town I have no idea about. And I think it's one of these cases tonight. But it is what it is. But yeah, I mean, there's going to constantly be, be people on the road. People like myself during the time, I didn't have the luxury to sit back and get unemployment and get $350 more for unemployment. I was still working, mask and all. You know what I'm saying? I think I got sick a couple times, but I don't know if I had it or not. I probably did. And you got to look at this shit. I'm not saying this is just a basic cold. But this can be connected to essentially the basic cold, right? Meaning, like, if you think about it, it's not depending on a person's immune system. It could be something that a person can have literally be diagnosed with it and then two days later be perfectly fine. Two days later, perfectly fine. No problems whatsoever. Other people, they got bad immune system. A lot of a lot of the older demographic, they got sick and you know, weren't able to push through it. 
But if there was a second round of this shit, God forbid, if there was a second round of this shit, women, or not even women, just drivers in general are going to be needed. There's going to be people, I get. I guarantee you, they'll still keep businesses running. Essential jobs will still be running, just like it was in the first time. Now, it wouldn't be anything where anything too extreme, but then there will be still businesses open. Even if they have to go back to curbside, businesses will still run. I guarantee you. Did your business thrive during the lockdown? Um, Oops. No, it didn't. You didn't have it. Good point. I didn't. Right, and would it have, th- would it have thrived during the lockdown? When we're locked down, no one's going anywhere. That means nobody's renting a car. Um, Uber Eats, Uber. There you go. I said that- rental car. Look, that that is a good point when it comes to that. But yeah, lockdown. The lockdown where I'm at, we didn't. There wasn't no crazy shit like that. But motherfuckers were wearing masks twenty four seven. And there's still a couple of people who still wear, you know, to each his own, I guess. Whatever. Fuck it. Excuse me, ma'am. That essential drivers don't rent cars. They own cars. See, you know what? This is what I'm saying. Some of them do. do Talk you? like a boss. I am. I'm letting you know. No, you're not. No, you're not. You're talking like a girl. Another lockdown of coronavirus, your business is in trouble because you have no employees, so you can't even really apply for big money on the Paycheck Protection Loan, Paycheck Protection Program. Another lockdown, the Delta variant, we're in the winters, we're in the fall and winter. It's around here. Do you even know? Yeah, this is old. (laughs) Well, obviously, I I just forgot about it, but this is like old, old. Not too old, because you know, the man's passed, but this is pretty old. You talking about the Delta strand and all this other shit, man? Yeah. I mean, but she ain't she ain't a boss bitch though. That's just the reality. She's not a boss. Going on with the, with the coronavirus, business owner. Do you understand how it's impacting business worldwide? And one more lockdown for a business, a car rental business. No one needs to rent cars because they have Uber, they have Lyft, they have Via. So you're saying that somebody rents a car to go drive Uber? Well, no one's going to rent a car to drive Uber in a lockdown. They're going to rent my car to do Uber and Uber Eats. This is why boss... Remember, guys, I want you to look at the audience. Remember why I said boss chicks fail and become side chicks? The word that starts with the E, ends with an O, right here below me. Ego is bigger than her head. She can't even hear. A man who's had twice your age and far more experience in business, and you talking like you got the keys to life, and you had a nine to five last year. You know what the fuck you're talking about? I'm, I'm talking like I know I could be and will be something, and you are not definitely. Who says, oh, 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 excuse you. See, that's another thing. You ladies think because someone tells you the realities about business, you're, you're killing my dreams, you're crushing my dreams. Dreams are fine, but they need to be rooted in reality. You have to fund this business. Why? Because you didn't have the credit to go into a bank to get it. You didn't have the collateral to go into a bank to get it. I did. Okay, and how much did... Okay, and then why... Okay, you did? How do you think I got... 
Okay, you said you no no you said you saved up. That's what you said. I said where the excuse me. No, no. I said where the seed money comes from. Plus back up because you said you saved up. Where did all the seed money come from? Did you save it all or did you get a loan? I got a loan, used my credit. Mm-hmm. Used what how I big, had how much, was the, how much was the loan? Uh, on all four cars. I have four different loans on my cars. Okay. So you don't own the cars. Do you pay them? Uh, well, my customers pay them for me, yes. Oh, for they're in your name, not your customer's name. Well, yeah, whatever. Yes. Right. So how much was how much was the loan? Did you take a loan from the small business loan for the bank? No, I just financed my cars. Right. My business. Exactly. So you're over. So, so let's keep it real. You had a nine to five. Yes. You saved some money. You went and got a car, then another car, and another car, and another car. But all those cars are not yours. They're still being paid. So that means you have to have, excuse me, that means you have to pay full coverage, full coverage, everything else. And, and you said you use your credit. Correct. So uh, are you cash flow positive? Yes. My business is profitable. It's profitable? How much? Okay. I'm going to ask you a trick question. Are you, are you taking the salary? Am I taking a salary? I pay myself, yes. First year business owner. Four cars on on on, on lease. Six. six on my I own four. Six, six own four. You pay yourself. No employees, ma'am. Again. I'm trying to look at you. If you think this is a solid business that's going to Okay, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell you this way: take it to Shark Tank and see what will happen. You think if, you think if you took this business to Shark Tank, the sharks would invest in it? Yes, I. Why I wouldn't go in there not thinking they wouldn't. Of course, right. So if that's the case, could you go back into Bank of America? Uh, chase any of the large multinational banks and go out and get another loan. Go get a loan. Yes. Okay. When are you going to start hiring people? Um, that's I'm in the process of doing that right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it looks like you got all this to do. You still need three years to find a husband. Which one's going to get first? Oops. See, you thought I was going a whole nother way and I went a different direction. <laughs> no, no. This is what you said you want. Don't clam up now. My husband... Don't I clam up now. You got to admit, that's a lot to do. You See, that's the point. It is a lot. I agree. And, and, and see, and, and when you ladies stop talking like men don't know what the fuck we're talking about and start understanding <laughs> that we do bring value and we're not trying to crush your dreams or whatever. I just took what it is you said you wanted and put it in a language that you understand it and it even made you shut up. Yikes. That's why you can't be a boss chick and a, and a, and a wife. Not, not this way. Because what you want is something different. How does this rental car business facilitate you becoming a wife with two children that you're staying at home raising, homeschooling. How does that business facilitate that? 
answer that question. That's fair. That's a fair question. That is a fair question. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no answer. Negative. Basura. The answer is? Basura. <laughs> um, Basura. I guess when you put it like that, I am more concerned about my question if my husband were to leave. Thank you. Basura. Ladies and gentlemen, I need you to move to the side for a second. Back I don't know how I've been watching me, so don't take this person. Basura. Remember what I said. Decisions made in fear, scarcity, and lack tend to reside in anxiety and stress. And fear, scarcity, and lack is the is what motivates modern women's interaction with men. It's not in good faith. It's always, I got to protect myself in case the worst happens. But if you look at the numbers, as a business person should, a 50-plus percent divorce rate, 8 out of 10 divorces are initiated by the woman. Men are not leaving. You ladies leave. Even if uh, 8 out of 10, even if half of those were for the worst parts of the Bible, he's beating you up with kittens and having sex with your brother. That still leaves 4 out of 10 marriages that women are walking away from for irreconcilable differences. I'm not happy. Bottom line, the fear you ladies have is you. Because right here, we just showed Yikes. that you guys don't think about anything really long term. And you're not cultivating the skills to go 30, 40, 50 years with somebody. You, you have short-term skills with a man, like most modern women. That's why you have to give yourself insurance because you, like most modern women, are the variable, not us. So, again, a business, the business you're talking about at the end of the day, if you found a man that fit, that you were talking about, that business will go away. And even if it made $100,000, that would be it. It's not something that will continue to run. So, does it make more sense to take your time, energy, in your prime years to devote it into something that by your own admission you would be willing to give up to raise your own children. Yeah. That's like this is like going to this is like going to going into student loan debt to go to Princeton or Harvard to get a degree in English. It's useless. I just asked you, how is your, how is what you're talking about going to benefit the family? You will have an answer, and you still are saying yes. That's ego. I'll ask you again: How is this business going to benefit your family? I guess it will benefit me myself more than my family. How does a woman who's thinking about herself before her family become a good mother and wife? You can't, I guess. Masking. Eliminated. I'm, I'm just asking a question. Bye-bye. So when you said, Bye-bye. are you telling me that my life means that I just have to be a wife and mother? 
why did you use the modifier just? What's more important than being a mother? Absolutely nothing. But is that how you're truly living your life? Is that truly how boss chicks think? I'm asking. We have, now we're really having a conversation. I guess not. So we go back to the beginning. I don't say anything. I say, what do you want? So if you got to the end of life, you got exactly. to be 60 years old, and you had a successful rental car business or whatever, but you never married and never had any children, and you were financially set, would you feel like that you were lived a good life? Probably not, because I'll be lonely. That's the time you got some stuff to think about. I didn't put it into a different perspective for me. Because I wish so many of our women stopped looking at being a wife and mother as handcuffs and diminishing you. We, We praise entrepreneurialism and business owners more than we talk about mothers and children, but the first thing the entrepreneur women want to do is be mothers and raise their children. Men have nothing to do with the way you guys think about this. This is your creation. We're dealing with you. Yikes. And men are saying, I don't want a woman that's like that. A lot of women aren't, a lot of, a lot, well, a lot of men aren't dealing with those women. Let's just be honest. A lot of men decide not to deal with any women. Especially when it comes to anything like marriage. God forbid if a guy accidentally gets a woman pregnant. Because a lot of these women, if it wasn't made out of, you know, love and companionship, it's just going to become a burden. And a woman can weaponize that child. Keep that in mind as well. So a lot of guys are not even really participating. Because I know what I want, and I can't have a woman who comes before her desires come before the family desires and the kids. That's what men are ultimately saying. So glad we were. Yeah, I'm glad we're able to at least get to this point. Um, can you have both? Sure, you can have some semblance of it. There are plenty of women who are married, who have children, and have home-based businesses when they so choose. Mm-hmm. But that's not being a boss chick. Boss chicks are the thing we were talking about initially. I want to compete and and build a a fleet of rental cars and then exotic cars. Okay, that's just a different thing. You have to think about what it is you want, not today, 20 years from now. Make sense? Makes sense. Thank you, Kevin. Have a good night. Bye-bye. Yikes. Well, there you have it. The late, great Kevin Samuels, 
another delusional woman, a self-proclaimed boss bitch, has the same sort of uh, strong and independent energy as the next raggedy hoe. You know what I'm saying? And the accolades from a man's perspective when it comes to women, it's very minimal. Or it's at a very low priority. Bottom priority. Not even top priority. Bottom. The woman the woman who's educated, which once again, I don't consider that to be terrible, but the pattern of these women who are educated is they have this mindset to be better than a man, and therefore they'll say that they don't need a man, but then the next minute they'll claim to want a man. And men aren't, men are not really, today a lot of men, they're not willing to tolerate it. You know, because all of these women who are, you know, celebrated or who celebrated Galentine's Day, they realize that whatever position they're in in life, they have an opportunity to find a guy if they truly wanted a guy, if they were desperate enough. They will, you know, handpick a guy. They'll choose him. Um in a sense, in a long-term, well, not even. It's like a long-term, it's a boyfriend, but it's almost a situation of she's not yours, it's just your turn type of scenario. Once she has what she needs, or once that man loses his value in which she's around him for, she's not going to be present. The idea of the ride-or-die bitch, the ride-or-die chick, right? That's out of the window. The idea of the girl next door, that's out of the equation. And the only thing that's left, with a, the only thing that is left that is being promoted is uh, the boss bitch behavior. Bitches, bitches, bitches move as if they're actually making moves. Like they're making moves. Like they're they're actually moving around as if they really have shit going on, man. And there's a lot of women that just live a fantasy land. To be very blunt, there's a lot of bitches who will be useless without social media. Bitches would actually have to go outside of the house and start conversation in order to be liked. With social media, that just gives access to simps. A lot of simps who put these bitches on pedestals. That just gives them easier access without being embarrassed, giving a woman a compliment in person. He can now put his compliments in the comment section. Right? And these women who nowadays, the women who make a large sum of cash, they don't even have to leave the house. They take pictures of themselves, make hundreds and thousands of dollars a month sometimes. With just the average bitch, with just which with just, just like one of the low income considered low income on OnlyFans, with just the average bitch is making about twelve thousand to twenty thousand a month. 
They don't even have to leave the house to get paid, let alone to get validated. The thing that's always uneven is the men don't have that. Most men, the 80%, don't have that ability to do that. In fact, most men are pretty much doing the nine to fives. They're doing more of the blue collar. Um, they're, they're actually doing more of the blue collar, more of the dirty work. You understand? So it's, it's two sides that we'll never understand. A man doesn't have a possibility to sell himself. Do you understand? A man doesn't even have, the average man doesn't have the possibility of selling himself. I want to, I want to make that, I want to make that perfectly clear. The women, on the other hand, and I think Night Talk, shout out to Night Talk, a.k.a. Stevie Knight. He talked about this, where the women, like these, these women who do the OnlyFans, these women who get a good sum of money, they're not all that attractive. They're not, they're not necessarily ugly, but they're not all that attractive. It's just the fact that they're willing to put their bodies out there because they know that there's weak-minded men who will pedestalize them. That's the truth behind it. So when you think of OnlyFans, when some guys think of OnlyFans, they're thinking of, you know, tens, bitches of high, uh, high value on an appearance level. Not the case. Average, sometimes bottom shelf Beckys, and just a bunch of desperate, lonely, despicable men who are willing to spend their hard-earned, hard-worked money on benefiting a bitch for taking her clothes off. It's the electronic strip club. I mean, if you really think about this shit too, man, it's been like this replacement for the strip club, especially with the pandemic. Bitches was selling pussy. So, like, yo, when, when pandemic dropped, when the pandemic dropped, yo, and shit really got real, what what profited? Think about it. Webcam businesses, Zoom, Zoom calls, Zoom conferences, web cameras, porn, OnlyFans. So instead of the stripper pole, instead of a woman having to humiliate herself in front of men and literally be seen as a piece of meat, she can do so at the privacy of her own home. That's right. Two hours and six minutes in, driving back into my area, I thought I got lost, but then I realized where I was at the last minute. But when these type of women, like I said, for me, that's just like the major turnoff. A woman who says that she's strong and independent, it's a major turnoff for me. Because for me, that only translates into you being problematic and weak-minded. It's going to be, it's for a woman to say this, it's, it's going to be a woman who's stubborn. It's a woman who doesn't, she knows right from wrong, but she doesn't accept that another person, let alone a man, can be right about something and she could be incorrect. These are women who are not willing to take the back seat or at least the passenger seat. Therefore, they always want to get behind the wheel. 
They always want to get behind the wheel. And because they're terrible in a lot of cases at critical thinking, they're usually terrible at directions. They drive too slow. And, and, and they're not good at navigating, but they want to take they want to take control of the wheel because she's strong and independent. No, she's confrontational. She's argumentative. She's problematic at best. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, this has been a, a classic type of episode. I haven't done an episode like this in a minute, especially where I'm in a moving vehicle doing something over an hour and 30 minutes, but it is what it is. I don't even believe I shared what I did earlier, or maybe I did. I don't remember. But uh, as I always say, it's the end of another day. I'm going to, I'm planning something for tomorrow. So in the meantime and in between time and until next time, Jersey Judah with another edition Another episode of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.